All righty. Welcome to episode 107 of the Colleen Gallagher podcast. I first want to welcome you all because we are a top was 1000 in global health and wellness. And we actually changed it to be spirituality and we are 567 or 76. I get it messed up my dyslexia, but oh my goddess. So if you are here, I am super excited. I'm super grateful. I just am over the top filled and exacerbated with joy because we have recreated this podcast to be a space with the intention where you can come and tune in to receive a frequency that will activate, educate, and empower you to begin living a lifestyle you love that supports you financially. If you are returning, oh, hey, and if you are brand new, well, hello and welcome. Health and wellness became a passion of mine because I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer at age 14. And after nine long years of suffering, I self-healed my body, mind, and soul. So in these episodes, I bring you my own voice, as well as people I meet along my journey to offer perspective, inspiration, and real life proof that when you choose to follow your dreams, you say yes to what is inside of your heart, that you will begin to create a lifestyle that is wildly impactful, fulfilling, and abundant beyond your wildest dreams. We cover topics from health and wellness, digital marketing, new age spirituality, global development, and pop culture current events as it relates to the great awakening. So get ready, tune in, subscribe, and be sure to leave us a review to make sure to let us know what you're loving. You can always email us on my website, www.colleengallagher.co to request episode topics and let us know how everything's going. I love you. And thank you for being part of this collective community. I'm so excited for the day I get to meet you and give you a hug. And with that, let's dive into episode seven, y'all. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so I, I'm going to tell you guys something first. If you're watching this on the, what's it called? The video, which is on YouTube. And by the way, the video is only going to be free, continue to be free through October. And the podcast might be like a small 99 cent fee. So just letting you all know, if you love it, you know, make sure that you really get the most of it because we have some big things coming because this is the second year in a row that I've done the podcast free every single week, two years. I've shown up every single week. I, it it like still blows my mind that I've done it. It's like, it's something that I feel like has really kept me committed. It's kept me steady. It's kept me excited. It's something that just has always, even when I felt like not doing it, I always just talked about what was actually happening behind the scenes in my life. And it just felt so liberating. Like I didn't have to be this mass. That's this perfect woman on social media. And then, you know, behind my, the scenes, like there's never any drama going on. And I think we all get that. So confused sometimes. Like we look at people like Oprah, we look at people like Jeff Bezos and we're like, Oh, their life is perfect. Just because they're not talking about it and their business isn't built on talking about emotions doesn't mean that they don't have things going on. doesn't mean that they don't have fights, disagreements, you know, I don't know anything. It doesn't mean that. So I just want you to know, to be, um, mindful of where you cast your judgments and where you create, um, maybe untruths. And so this episode is really, really dear to my heart because I talked a lot about loneliness and rejection. And now this week, I really wanted to focus on jealousy and possessiveness. So for those of you who don't know, or if you, whatever, if you don't know, I'm pretty open about this. I am someone in relationships. I experience jealousy very easily and I shouldn't say very easily, but it's, it's, it's 
there's a lot that I've put myself through in my life, right. Where I've created experiences that have led to distrust within men, right. Where I am always questioning if what someone is telling me is actually the truth. Like I'm like, like, and I, it's almost like someone could tell me something. And if I feel it in my body, like they're not saying truth. Like if I feel it, I won't believe them. And it's like, or even if I'm trying to have a conversation with someone and like, I'm like, well, this is what I'm feeling. And they're like, well, this is what happened. I, I just feel very unsafe. And I feel very, like, I just feel very like unheard unseen. And I will like, I will like retract from a situation into like a little calling hole is what I call it. And I just like sit there and like deal with my emotions and like, don't talk to the outside world, like the, the person or whatever. I just like do it on my own. And so I wanted to talk about this because in the wrong relationships, jealousy and possessiveness has gotten me in a lot of trouble. And I want to kind of dive into that in this relationship or this podcast, because it's not something that we talk about. And it's not something that I think women, we really are like taught how to manage. Right. But in the right relationships, when I've been in the right relationships, it's actually been a really beautiful experience. That's actually made it like very hot, very sexy, very like, I don't know, turned on to another level. So let, I haven't looked up actually what jealousy is. I should actually do that because I want to like look up on the Google before I give you what my definition is, or I give you how I experience it. Cause watch, like I'm saying something and it's like not even true. So hold on. What is jealousy? Okay. Let's see here. Jealousy generally for, refers to the thoughts or feelings of insecurity, fear, and concern over a relative lack of possessions or safety. Interesting. So safety. So um, jealousy can consist of one or more of these emotions. Jen says anger, resentment, inadequacy, helplessness, or disgust. Um, okay. This is interesting. So that's what the formal definition is. What my definition of jealousy is, it's almost like when I'm with someone and I feel, I feel like they're, I feel almost like I'm unimportant. And so when I feel that I become jealous, right? Like I become like, well, wait, like you're someone who's important to me and you're someone I've deemed is valuable and important in my life. And for whatever reason, I, at this moment, feel like that you're not choosing to make me important in your life. And to me, this is what jealousy is. This is what brings out like possessive behavior. Like, cause you, you're basically have this person. And like I did this live the other day, we can be spiritual all we want and say that, you know, when we're in a partnership with someone and partnership doesn't have to just be monogamous. It can be a, a friend of yours. It can be, um, someone you're dating, right? Someone that you have, you both have hung out over a period of time and you both deem each other. Like you talk consistently, you share personal and intimate things, you know, like what I want you to know is that when you feel like someone you have in your heart claimed is important to you. Someone you've been like, wow, you mean a lot to me. And then that, and you, you do, you are fueled emotionally from them and they are fueled emotionally from you. We can say detachment and that 
being sovereign beings. But the reality is that when you are in a relationship like that, you guys feel each other, you're giving energy back and forth to each other in a way, not that you're reliant because we all are self, you know, can be self-reliant being, but you are, that is someone you rely and depend on in your life to move you forward. That is someone you rely on to go to when you need help, when you want to feel loved, when you want an emotional connection, you, we don't just walk around the earth, giving everyone like emotional connection, right? We don't do that. It's something that's earned over time. It's something that's cultivated over years. And so when you, when you're with someone, right. And for whatever reason you're feeling like this person that I have deemed and I've invested emotionally time equity into this relationship. And in this moment right now, I'm feeling like they don't matter. So all of my time I've spent with them are all of these things I've given to them. Oh my God. It feels like it's threatened. It feels like I don't matter. It feels like, Oh my God, what did I do? Did I waste my time with this person? Like, I just don't matter in a moment. And the sad thing is, and I hate to say it, like relationships can be ruined in a moment. It really, life is made up of moments and it can, a relationship can birth in a moment and it can also break in a moment. And we are, our hearts are that delicate and they are that, they're that delicate. And when we are relating to others, we each hold the responsibility to ourselves and to other people to hold the delicacy of someone else's heart when they give it to us with so much care and tender and just as if it was our own, because when someone gives us their heart, usually we've also given them a piece of us. Very rarely does someone just give you a piece of their heart and you've given nothing, right? Like I've given my heart and my soul to my business to tens of thousands of people around the world. So I also can receive those hearts, right? I can also receive those people. It would almost be like, if I just stopped showing up and I completely fell off the face of the planet. Like many of you who I know, who maybe never reached out to me before be like, Whoa, that is insane. I've listened to her things every day. I've listened to whatever. And my content would still live on. It would still go, would still happen. So jealousy, how do we manage it? What I want to say. So when I've been in the wrong relationships, right. And this is normally with men who we have an agreement. I'm dating other people and they're dating other people. Right. But my personal rule, which I talked about in open relationship first monogamy is I never want to be around when there's other women, like, and I won't bring them around when there's other men. Like, it's just, I don't know. I like to keep the relationships very separate. If I'm dating multiple people, not always dating multiple people. Sometimes it is monogamous and you're just dating one person, but, um, I, I just like it separate. Right. And so what it will look like for me is if a man I'm dating that is, you know, where you're dating and then that they're bringing other women when I'm with them. Right. And it, it, it is traumatizing. It traumatizes me because it's like, I don't want to experience that. And so I, even if they're not doing it on purpose to say like they're texting or they're this, like that, it, it activates a jealousy in me because it's like, I've choosing to be here with you. I've chosen for an expanded time to be here in this moment with you. And you're now bringing another woman into this when I could be with men who actually would just be with me. And this creates, right. Not like it comes off as frustration or anger or like, Oh, like, but what's really happening is it feels like my heart does not feel safe here. It feels like I'm not valued here. And it feels like all the time I've invested into this is not being heard, is not being received. And it feels like it's now a waste of my time. So goodbye. Right. And sometimes this could mean that they're not even texting someone. It could mean they didn't even look at a girl. It could mean whatever, but I just feel it. I feel it in my bones and I know it to be true. And so then you go into kind of a snowball of an argument. If this is what happens, right. 
And this is where possessiveness behavior comes off as men or women, where you're like texting them, like, what are you doing? Where are you at? You're like trying to figure out what's going on. Cause you, you emotionally are going into a chaotic state. You emotionally, your heart is breaking in a way your heart is your, your heart is fragmenting because the way that you envisioned the relationship, the way that you communicated your desires, the way that you communicated for someone to show up for you with agreements and whatever they're not doing. And so you now are living in a fragmented state of trying to put together a story. What, what you had a narrative, you had a story, you had a relationship, you had habitual habits of how it was going to be. And now it's fragmented. Boom. That it broke. That's not what it is anymore. And so your mind is trying to pick up the pieces to navigate. What is this new narrative? What is this new story? So you come off as jealous and possessive and whatever. Now, when this happens, I want you to know the relationship just isn't for you. Like you've just got to throw it away. Once your narrative, I don't want to say once, but once the narrative or the agreements that you have in a relationship, like boundary breaking agreements, once they're broken, there's, in my opinion, it's really hard to go backwards. It's really hard. And I think I really tried it with, um, you know, the narcissistic codependent relationship. And then I tried it again. And it's hard because there's too much memory is stored in the body and memory is stored in your mind. So like the smallest things will happen and you will be shook back to a memory that happens. And it's, it's really hard because it's, it's a narrative that's in you now. When you do this, this is what's happening. Even if that's not what's happening to this present moment, the memory of what happened is so alive because it was so traumatic for you that every time that person does like picking up the phone, leaving early. Um, they can't stay the night. They can't, whatever, like you go back into the memory of what it was before, not what it is today, because that memory is the foundation. It it's what laid the, the, the pillars and you can't relay pillars once they're there. It's, I should, it's very hard because you need both people who are consciously committed to the work. And unless you are already married or unless you already have children, it's really kind of like, why do all this work out of something that's broken when there's so many abundant opportunities, abundant opportunities to make something new. And I think this took me a long time to learn. It's like, well, there's so much history in the memories, but what percentage of the memories are actually good. And, you know, this is like the bad part of jealousy and possessiveness. So I just want to share that because I definitely know what it feels like to be the woman I haven't, who's like calling, you know, like six times, in a row sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like wanting to know where someone's at. I'm, I'm emotionally not well because I'm either visually seeing something in my third eye, or I'm experiencing like something that used to happen in our relationship and now it's not happening. So it's causing this chaoticness in a way, like an emotional deep reaction because you're feeling a withdrawal and that it, it is kind of like a, when an unhealthy jealousy and possessiveness, when you feel that withdrawal, it is like a drug addiction because you are relying on someone for emotional connection. We can, we can bullshit our way all the way we want as spiritual beings. When you are in a partnership with someone, when you care about someone, when you have years of history with someone, you care. I don't care what you say. That person does emotionally. You, you guys give each other things. So I first wanted to start out by saying that that's the bad part of it. That's like the part that I think is toxic. It's not so great. You know, I've had my fair share of horrible moments more in college than I really do now, 
Now it's more like, okay, I'm feeling this jealousy or I'm feeling this possessiveness and I can catch it. And I will communicate, Hey, to the person I'll say like, Hey, I'm noticing this was how our relationship was. This is how it is now. And this is what's causing me to act out in these ways. What are your thoughts? Um, and if someone's willing to have a dialogue, great. And if they're not, you know, move on. It's not. And I know it's hard because I just went out this weekend on Saturday or was it Saturday? Yeah. And I get it. Moving on isn't easy. You know, it's not like this thing that we can just wave a wand and whatever, like you're used to habits with someone. We are, we are creatures of habits as humans. We are like every week I show up on Monday, I go for my walk. And so it's hard to break a habit with someone you're used to communicating with. You're used to spending time with, you're used to having physical touch with, you know, it's hard because you're breaking memory. You're breaking habits. You're breaking comfort. You're breaking emotional and reliable support. Um, so it's not easy, but at the same time, being in pain isn't easy. The same time, not breaking through isn't easy at the same time, living in the same narrative over and over and over isn't easy. So the next thing that I would say is how does jealousy and possessiveness turn to like, Oh, so good. Like sexiness and beauty and all of it. So one is when you experience, there was a guy I was dating, bless his heart. And we were up, we were traveling. I won't say where we were traveling and we were just like at a bar. We were going out. It was so fun. We had a beautiful day by the beach. I think we drank most of the day. We went to a parade. It was just so fun. And we go to the bar and it was packed and he wasn't doing anything really bad, but he just kind of like went over and there was like a woman who came by him. And I knew he wasn't doing anything. Like, I don't even know what, like, I knew he was, he was just like literally sitting there, but for some reason I felt jealous. Like I just felt it. So I just said like, Hey, I just want to let you know you you're doing nothing wrong. This is very important to say to men or women, you're doing nothing wrong. You aren't doing anything wrong. However, I am experiencing jealousy. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do anything. Like, just tell me what to do. And, um, then he just like, I was like, just kiss me. So he like, literally it was so hot, like put me up against this wall and kissed me and like, Oh, Oh my God. And then like, it was just so hot. And then I was like over it for the whole night. Right. Like it was like literally just like poof. And it became like just this thing. And so there was no possessiveness over it. There was no, like that didn't come out because his reaction to it was just so beautiful. Like it didn't have to come out. It didn't have to, um, I don't know. It didn't have to escalate to that point of calling and texting and like going over and over in a loop. And that's how, you know, if you're in the right relationship or the wrong relationships, the wrong relationships, you'll be talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And you feel like neither of you are just never getting it. And that's just because you're on different frequencies. doesn't mean that they're wrong or you're wrong or they're right or you're bad or you're like, you're good there, whatever. It doesn't mean that. It just means like you're just operating in different frequencies. And wouldn't you want them to go find a relationship with someone who's actually going to work for them, who's is okay with them dating multiple and maybe not having agreements and having them be accountable to agreements that you have. Wouldn't you rather them date someone who doesn't have desires or standards for what they want? And you do like someone who maybe doesn't care about having sleepovers or whatever if that's important to you, wouldn't you rather than find someone who's okay with that? Like, I think we have to look at these things and see like, yeah. And wouldn't you, 
the other thing is like, if someone is like, they give you feedback all the time, this was something I had that kind of recently, it's like all the time, feedback, 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 feedback. It's exhausting. It's like, dude, I like who I am and I am proud of the woman I am. And if you always are wanting me to be better, like, I'm not going to be the person for you. Like, I don't want to be with the guy who's always finding every single flaw that I need to do to be better. Like, it's not, that's not enjoyable for me. Like, it's like nitpicking. And then it's, and then you're expecting you, you say something like, um, I don't like when you call me or did it or whatever it is during this time. Or one guy, like, I don't like when you call before 10 AM or whatever that it was. And it's like, okay, then I'm not the one for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to call the guy and like, say good morning. And how are you? And like, whatever, like quickly. And if that's not it, then go find a woman who doesn't want to talk to you who's not interested, who doesn't want to plan things like that's find that person. And it's not me. And you would want to find someone who would wants those things. Cause there is, there are people who want to do that with you. There are people who want to meet your desires. People delight in meeting your desires. People love to meet your desires. People love to see you happy and joyous and fulfilled. People love that. They just love it. It brings them joy. It brings them fulfillment. It brings them Ah, people delight in that. So I just wanted to do this one because I feel like this is a big topic that a lot of women or men, they kind of ask me about and men, obviously I'm not used, but can't experience like jealousy the way that you do. I feel like men, it's kind of still the same thing. If you're experiencing jealousy, right. For the right woman you just want to be honest. Like instead of being like, I'm angry. And I think it's like, sometimes it's hot when a man's like protective of you, like, Ooh, like they want to grab you. And I don't know, like that's hot as well. Like, you know, or, but if a guy is like, if you experience jealousy, it's kind of the same thing. It'd be like, Hey, you're doing, you're doing nothing wrong. I just want to let you know, I feel jealous of this person, or I feel, I feel like there's this person, if you do feel like it's this person may feel like a threat to our relationship. I feel like they're trying whatever. And I feel like you're not maybe not seeing the signs, so I just want to share this and what, what can we do? So I feel safer when you're around these men or when you're around whatever, like, I think it's the same conversation, just coming from a very heart centered place and not making the woman wrong and not making the guy wrong for you experiencing jealousy on behalf of them. Like it's not their right. It's your feelings. So you want to own your feelings, but you don't want to make them wrong for what they're doing because they may not even be doing something wrong or know that they're doing it. Now, obviously if someone's purposely doing it, once you've said like, Hey, like I said, like, I don't want to be around other women. And then they do that. Obviously that's boundary breaking behavior. And that's just, they're trying to stir the pot. You know, they're trying to get a reaction out of you. And that's not a relationship. That's not love. That's not kind. That's not, that's not why someone, that's not someone who cares about you in, in, in a very blank statement. It's not, um, so, yeah. And I think the other thing that you guys can do on this, if you really enjoyed this, please let me know. Cause I'd love to hear this kind of a vulnerable one for me, but I really wanted to go live and share about this because I know it's a topic that I've really struggled with over the years and I've had to manage and I've had to navigate. Um, and so I really hope that this serves for you guys. And, um, the other thing that I'd like to offer that I'd like to share here is that, um, if you want to go deeper, there's two ways to go deeper on this. One, I have a 
Well, one is my third book, An Uncompromised Life. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. It's really for understanding heartbreak and trauma and to really fall in love. And I don't talk about jealousy in there, but it's a really good starting place. If you experience jealousy, understanding why, what is the trauma that's allowing you to feel that way? Right. Like I put my, I experienced a lot of things, right. Where I chose to experience in this lifetime, a lot of things where I see why I become jealous, right. My history would explain that. And I'm really have found men who have helped me change that paradigm. Like I said, man, it's so hot. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm feeling that. And they'll just kiss me and like, mm, push me up against a wall. Or they'll like grab me. And it just feels like so good. Like you're just like, Oh my God, like, I don't even know why I thought that, you know, like I felt that. And th- that's like how it becomes hot. I don't know. That's how it becomes like, he's just like, I've got you like, don't worry. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like that's, ugh, I can't even think about it. But that's like the beautiful part of it. And I wish that for everyone, right? Because it's very healing, that experience. And um, yeah, so um, so anyway, one, my first book, or sorry, my third book, Uncompromised Life. Two, I have a workshop called How to Overcome Heartbreak and Trauma and Experience the Unexplainable. It's on my website. Um, and everything on my website is now, if it's a, it's all self-study, but self-study is $111. So you can get everything for $111, which is amazing. Like I just felt so called and inspired to do that. So it's super affordable. There's no reason, um, does not. Um, and the second thing that you can do is get for men. If you want to do the, how to make the awakened woman crave you, that's a workshop that I did, especially on how to really support men to have my, like people like myself, the awakened woman of like, how do you know? And a woman's like, I'm jealous like to push her up against a wall or to like make her feel sexy. Like, I don't know. I just go through those things instead of like buying into the drama, like instead of being like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, Oh, she knows I didn't do anything wrong. Like, let me just correct this real quick. Like, like it's, it's like giving you that confidence of how to navigate those situations in a better way. So, um, anyway, I'd recommend that, but I hope this helped you guys. And it means so much to me when you guys listen to these episodes and you reach out to me and you're like, I love this or whatever that it was. So just reach out. Let me know. I love you guys. I'm here for you guys. If you have any episode topics, um, let me know, but you guys mean a lot to me. And if you can please make sure if you listen to this, please, I'm begging you to leave a review on Apple podcasts for 25 reviews, which is so exciting. But it would just mean a lot if you could, you know, leave a review because it helps us with ranking. And it also helps when people know, like when they find us to actually watch it or listen to it or download or whatever. So anyway, I hope you have a beautiful start to this week. It's the first Monday in June, right? Because last Monday was still May. So I love you and let's lay this together, everyone. Bye.